African savannah on safari, looking for... Mike, is that a lion stalking us? I think it's something much scarier. It's a search term report, and someone has keywords with 150% ACOS. Oh no, they never added any negative keywords. Oh, and it looks like all their bids are just $3. No bid optimization? We're in trouble. We need to do something about this giant ACOS, but I don't know if we can do it alone. Oh no, it's the Ad Badger. Should we run? No, no, no. The Ad Badger can save us. He'll rip that high ACOS to shreds with bid optimization and negative keywords. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Brett from Ad Badger, and you're listening to the PPC Den Podcast, the world's first Amazon PPC advertising podcast, and your source for all of the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to get the most from your Amazon ads. What's going on, everybody? You know, I hope you enjoyed the experimental episode last week. Uh, and if you did, if you didn't, I've got good news for you. I am joined by Brett here. He's back in the Badger Den. What's going on, Brett? Hey, everyone. Hope you've been having an awesome week. Uh, we've had a really good one here at Ad Badger, and I'm really excited to kick off this podcast episode and be back here with you, Mike. That's right. You know, in terms of company updates, I think the only update that we have right now, uh, if you've been listening along, you know that we were hiring. We've since sort of made those hires, and we're going to be putting our heads together to come up with a date for the Ad Badger software to be out of beta. So version 1.0 officially launching probably within the next three to four months, and I am really excited about it. It's been a long time coming for us to leave beta. Uh, and I'm pretty stoked about it. Yeah, same here. I think uh, you know all these. We have a lot of awesome uh, updates planned in our roadmap, and I think that people are going to see a drastically stronger Badger uh, as we progress further into 2019. So stay tuned for that, guys. Strap in. We are in for quite the ride. That's right. You know, being here at the Startup Accelerator, um, even though I've been away from our official home base in Austin, it's been really terrific learning and, and sort of hearing the stories of people and how to make our software as good as it could possibly be. So I'm really excited to implement all these things inside the tool. I couldn't be more stoked. But for now, we have a topic that we get asked about a lot and a lot over the last sort of month or so as Amazon has made some very, very dramatic changes to their platform. All these newfangled bidding options that we see in the campaign settings. Brett, we're going to be diving in today. Yep. I think uh, there's a whole lot to cover here, but um, I think we're mostly planning on just kind of, you know, speaking our minds, talking through what we think of these new changes, uh, maybe, you know, talking about the pros of some of these, the cons of some of these, uh, and, you know, maybe develop some sort of methodology for approaching uh, this new dynamic bidding features, and we'll see what we can come up with. That's right. You know, I think with everything that we try to do, we always try to look at it, how does this connect with everything else that we've done, what's the overarching strategy, what's the fundamentals that we can walk away with, and then try to come up with a really concise testing strategy and pull best practices out of that. 
So right now, you know, th this is these new bidding features haven't been out that long. Uh, I don't think there's too much of a consensus right now. Uh, I know this is something we're going to try to be testing a lot on. Uh, we've heard early anecdotal evidence from people about something works over here or it doesn't work over there. I think there's trouble with coming up with conclusions too quickly on things. Um, just based off anecdotal evidence when it hasn't been tested at a wide scale. You know, different people's campaigns behave differently for different reasons, uh, sometimes even unknown to the person actually running the campaign. So it's early days for these new bidding strategies. However, I think there's plenty for us to talk about here. Uh, some red flags, maybe a couple of yellow flags uh, right off the bat. So Brett, let the people know what used to be bidding in Amazon? Because there weren't as many options a couple months ago. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, inside of the new dynamic bidding features, actually, if you open those up inside of Seller Central, uh, you can find those in campaign settings. So if you scroll down to the bottom, Amazon actually tells you uh, how every campaign used to be before January 2019, which is when all of these changes uh, were actually applied by Amazon. Uh, so that uh, the way that things worked before January 2019 is all campaigns used something called dynamic bids down only. And what that does is basically Amazon lowers your bids in real time when they deem your ad less likely to convert to a sale. So that's how everything has been uh, before January 2019. We did have bid plus in there if we wanted to be a little more aggressive with our bidding. Um, you know, uh, when we did have a chance to appear at the top of search results. Uh, but now they've changed things up a little bit. And, you know, that's what we're going to be diving into this episode and dissecting everything. Uh, so, you know, it's, a, it's good to understand how things were uh, so that we can understand what changed and how we're going to manage these going forward. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're telling me that Amazon used to do this thing called dynamic bids down only. Um, and the answer is like, yeah, they used to do this thing that I don't even think they told anyone. Um, so the way that it used to work, you know, you would just open up your account and you would enter a bid. The only option was to turn on or off bid plus. Uh, we have a podcast episode about that. You know, feel free to go back to the archives. It was a quick one. Uh, just add badger.com slash podcast where we talked about bid plus. But that was really the only option. And other than that, you just entered a number in a box and that was it. Um, so this is why in the past, if you entered like a $1 bid, uh, you might be getting clicks at, you know, maybe 50 cents or uh, your cost per click would actually be 50 cents or your cost per click would be 60 cents or something like that. Cause you know, it is an auction. Um, but in addition, it was actually decreasing your bids if it felt like, uh, you were less likely to convert into sale. So that was the way that bidding sort of used to work. And if you hadn't made any changes in your campaigns, that's actually what it defaulted to when it rolled out all these new options. So when Amazon sort of said this, uh, I think it came as like a big surprise to everyone, or maybe not, because um, you know you would bid a dollar and then you get clicks for sort of less than that. Um, so maybe people had an idea that it was going on, but this is the first time that they ever really explained it right inside their campaign settings. Yeah, and it's you know the concerning part about this is. Uh, when Amazon says that they're going to decide whether your ad is more or less likely to convert to a sale, uh, what are they? What are they actually using? Uh, you know, like which metrics are they actually 
taking from that customer's profile and applying to deem uh, our ad more or less relevant to that customer. Um, you know, that's my main question here. I think that's what a lot of us are kind of wondering. Um, so, you know, maybe hopefully going forward uh, into the future here, uh, Amazon may be a little more transparent with this because I think that would, uh, you know, help me personally with my comfort level for uh, just fully, you know, trusting, uh, trusting their data here. Yeah. So basically what has happened on a, you know, 30,000 foot view is essentially it used to be you'd enter one bid for a keyword or one bid for a manually targeted ASIN or one bid for an ad group for an auto campaign, right? You'd enter one bid. Maybe you would turn on bid plus for, you know, a manual campaign. What has changed is that now all of a sudden there's one, two, three, four, five options for you when you are entering your bids now, when you're going creating your campaign, you're going through it, you now have five different options. We're gonna break down those five options, give you our first look as to, you know, some early findings, some experience, share what we think will happen, whether we think it's good or bad to turn on any of these options, and what we're gonna probably continue doing for the majority of our campaigns. So let's start with the first one. This was exactly what you just described, Brett. This is the default when you set up your campaigns. It's the default if you haven't touched your campaigns uh, over the last sort of uh, month or so, uh, haven't touched a setting, it's basically dynamic bids down only. Basically, we'll turn your bids, uh, we'll dynamically change your bids, and we'll decrease them if they, if they think that it's less likely to convert in a sale. Um, and the, the, the first thing that I want to mention too, uh, even just taking one step back, is just a quick vocabulary. There's your bid, and then there's your cost per click, sort of your average cost per click. These are different things, right? The bid is something you enter, and then your average cost per click is what you end up paying over a long pe uh, over a pe uh, period of time. So that's just something to keep in mind here too. So when we say, and oftentimes these these words get mixed up together, like people will use them interchangeably. Um, so you know, some people might say, "Hey, what has my bid been over the last week?" What the real definition of that is, is what is the number that you had entered in on Amazon over the last week? Not necessarily what you were paying. So that's your, like your cost per click, which you actually end up paying per click. So I just wanted to make that quick uh, distinction in case anyone uh, has heard these things be used interchangeably. Your bid is what you enter in, and then your cost per click is eventually what you end up paying. So the bid is like your, typically the way that we think about it, it's like your max cost per click, however, not here because we're gonna get into some other options where they can actually increase your bid for you. Um, so yeah, so the bid is what you're entering the auction with. Yeah, and uh, guys, if any of that stuff is confusing for you or you wanna you know, go in for uh, just a refresher on all that, we do have another podcast episode talking about all of the Amazon PPC metrics and their definitions. Uh, so if you need a really good understanding of those, uh, you know, those are just really important fundamentals and we do recommend you go back and check those out. Um, you know, but for now, uh, you know, back to these dynamic bids, uh, we are just talking about the dynamic bids down only, which is now the default in Amazon. And they actually uh, give us a little bit of an example, uh, just so you have a better idea of what exactly these are. So uh, this is how Amazon says it works. 
Suppose you are advertising a watch and you have a bid of $1 for the keyword sports watch. If Amazon sees an opportunity where they predict your ad will be less likely to convert to a sale, um, you know, less, uh, basically it's a less relevant search query on a placement that does not perform well, etc. Uh, they will basically lower your bid uh, down for that auction to say 20 cents, 30 cents, you know, uh, basically uh, just a much lower bid than what your default bid is. So that's the gist of dynamic bids down only. Uh, there are a few more options here that they just released with these new changes. So uh, do you want to jump into those now, Mike? Uh, before we jump there, I, I think I want to do like thumbs up, thumbs down. What are your thoughts on this bidding option? Dynamic bids down only, the default. Um, should we be using it? Should we not be using it? What are your thoughts on this one so far? I think the safest thing at this point is to stick with dynamic bids down only. And the reasoning behind that is because uh, this is... Uh, you know, basically all the methodology and the ideology we use in our PPC has been based on this before January 2019. So our whole world of Amazon PPC has, uh, you know, been built up using this strategy, even though we may not have known about it, uh, you know, and even though Amazon may not have been fully transparent in terms of uh, everything being defaulted to down bids only before. Um, so right now, I think that this is probably the safest options uh, if fixed bids isn't the safest option. Um, I, th I think I personally want a little bit more clarity for the exact metrics that they use uh, when deciding uh, whether an ad is going to be uh, you know, relevant and convert or whether it won't. I, I think I'd like a little more transparency there personally before, uh, you know, before I can really become a huge fan of any of this dynamic bidding. Mm -hmm. But what are your thoughts? Listeners, brace yourself. I'm going to disagree with Brett. Brett, I, I actually am not a fan, even though this has been the default, uh, I'm actually not a fan of this. And we'll get to it. But in general, um, I think it gives Amazon too much power. Uh, I think there's plenty of times where sometimes Amazon might like uh, decide something without giving it its fair shot. Uh, you know, it'll decide something and say, ah, you know, this keyword is just not relevant. It's never going to work out. And then you get into situations where people are like, man, my bid is like two, three, four, five, six dollars. I'm just not getting any impressions. Is that because? Amazon just deemed it irrelevant and now like it's impossible for them to get any visibility because they're, you know, behind the scenes lowering their bid to 20 cents or something and they're just making it impossible. So that sort of throttling, I think it happens. Uh, again, they're not as transparent as we'd all like them to be. It'd be great if they actually listed out, hey, for this one, we changed the data. We changed your bid down to 20 cents and here's why. That would be terrific. But as of right now, I'm, I don't know how I feel about giving Amazon that much control. What do you do? You think the safest option right now is fixed bids? Then, well, let's get to it. Uh, so the uh, we can jump right down to it. We can jump to fixed bids, right? So with with fixed bids, uh, the official Amazon definition says we'll use your exact bid, and then any adjustments, and we'll get to it the the further adjustments later, and won't change your bids on the likelihood of a sale. Um, so this is fixed bids, and we'll go back to the other dynamic, the up and down, in a second. So fixed bids, I think, is the most straightforward. 
you you bid a dollar, you'll always enter the auction at a dollar, uh, even if Amazon thinks it's not as relevant uh, as it can be. So here's some so here's some really interesting things and questions that I I feel like are unanswered right now. So this element of ad rank. I feel like isn't discussed on this bidding page on the bidding settings page where essentially the ad rank, you know, my understanding is that the ad quality, you know, how relevant it is, you know, if I'm selling a jump rope and I'm bidding on exercise bicycle, that's an irrelevant search, right? It's going to have a low click through rate. It's going to have a low conversion rate. It's going to have low revenue per click, so on and so forth. It's going to have low metrics. My understanding is that we'll be throttled on that no matter what we pick, even if we picked a fixed bid. Um, so sort of we'll enter with a dollar bid, then they'll multiply that by my ad quality, giving me my sort of ad strength. And my understanding is that this new fixed bid option will still take that into uh, account. So there'll still be some throttling going on, but not changing my bid. Like I'll still enter the auction with the exact same bid. So it's, it's something that I think is so new that I think a lot of people, I mean, we, we kind of have to watch and see how this operates. I'm really eager to see if we can tap into uh, people out there listening to give me their takes. You know, if you're bidding a dollar with fixed bids, are you consistently, you know, is your cost per click consistently like 95 cents to a dollar and just time and time again? Or do you sometimes dip or, you know, I'm really curious to get even more data on this in the coming weeks. But as of right, as of right now, uh, I do like the idea of fixed bids and then bidding based off my target ACOS and how much revenue per click something is generating for me. So you know, this is where I would use a tool like Bids by Badger. Uh, again, I don't want the show to be a pitch for anything, but I do think fixed bids, you know what you're paying, and then you use a something to update your bids based off the profitability of a particular keyword or the profitability of how close you are to your target ACoS. So if something's generating a lot of revenue, then you bid more aggressively on it and you know how much you're paying for it. If something's lacking, you know, why I'd like to decide if something's less relevant and not going to perform as well. You know, give me that power, Amazon. Let me say, hey, this isn't going to convert very much. I'm going to decrease my bid, not because of some prediction or some assumption or some hunch, but because I have hard data behind it. So that's generally, I think, my I think going to be my favorite kind of bidding option right now. Fixed bids, but then updating them very regularly to reflect that individual items' true profit, true profitability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you know that's the tricky part in uh, really coming to a definitive conclusion here is that we're left in the dark on a lot of this stuff. So, I mean, come on, Amazon, we're left in the dark with the forty-eight hour uh, data mm-hmm. reporting delay there. We're left in the dark with the uh, ad quality score. We're not uh, 100% sure uh, all of which metrics and uh, go into ad quality score or how they're weighted necessarily. Um, you know, we're kind of left to guess on that stuff. And now we're kind of guessing on which metrics um, are actually going to be used in dynamic bidding to deem a customer likely to convert or not. Uh, so, you know, if they came out and said uh, this entire uh, this entire system is based solely on the customer's historical conversion rate uh, for that individual customer, uh, then we'd say, oh, great, you know, this, this is an awesome thing. Uh, but right now, I think, like Mike, you just said here, I think we're going to 
you know, basically have to watch this and, you know, continue to develop and uh, continue to change up our tactics here around dynamic bidding as we gain, uh, as we, you know, kind of collect more information, uh, you get more insight from Amazon. And, uh, you know, I think this is something that we'll constantly have to, uh, to update uh, because it's just an ever-changing landscape here in Amazon PPC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm definitely not bitter or upset. I think it's like part of the entertain. It's like part of the challenge of digital marketing. It's like part of the reason I like it so much. Uh, you know, going back, uh, sitting in my dorm room in college, like playing StarCraft, and it was just like me versus the competition. It's like we have these resources. Our competition has these other resources. How are we going to use the information and the resources available to us to make the smartest best decisions. So it's just, to me, digital marketing is a constant game of that. And I love that, right? So, I mean, you know, if I sounded bitter, it's, you know, sure, there's definitely some things that I'd love more data on, but like, actually, I'm like super pumped to like try things, learn data. Yeah, we're excited over here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think that's what I have to say about fixed bids. You know, it's probably going to be my favorite right now. I'm probably going to still like going in and, and changing the bids or you know, I would use a tool like AdBadger to do something like this. Um, so in general, I, I think that is going to be my favorite. It's going to be hard to convince me otherwise um, right now. Um, any other last thoughts on fixed bids before we move up to dynamic bids up and down? Um, I mean, I, I, wish, I wish I knew more uh, about the you know particular metrics that went into dynamic bidding so we could have, uh, you know, a a better argument against uh, fixed bids here uh, because mm-hmm. I still uh, have been using dynamic bids down only just because that's been the default. But um, yeah, the, the only thing that could, I think, I think you're right. I think uh, fixed bids is probably the safest bet here until we get a better understanding of what exactly is going on. But um, you know, if these metrics are actually very relevant and Amazon actually is doing a good job of deeming these uh, customers less likely to convert, then it is possible that dynamic bids down only could perform better than fixed bids. We're just not 100% sure yet, and there's no definitive way to tell at this point in time. Right. Uh, We'll get to testing these different things later. Uh, Amazon has some really interesting thoughts on testing these, uh, which uh, maybe we can all laugh at together. But dynamic bids up and down is the other bidding options. So out of these three, we have dynamic bids down only, we have fixed bids, and then we have dynamic bids up and down. And basically what dynamic bids up and down is, it combines the down push of down only where they'll decrease your bid if they think that you are less likely for a sale. And then on the flip side, they will also increase your bids in real time if they think you are more likely to convert to a sale. And that's pretty much it. So it's, it's both, they'll downbid it if they think you're less likely for a sale and they will upbid it if they think you're more likely for a sale. So what do we think about this? Well, Amazon says we will not increase your bids by more than 100% for placements at the top of the first page of search results or by more than 50% for all other placements. So again, uh, it's kind of up to Amazon's discretion if you have this mm-hmm. activated. They're going to increase your bid up between 1% and 100% for the first uh, 
first page results for top of first mm -hmm. page, and then between one and fifty percent for all other placements. So again, um, like why these numbers? Like where do they come? If if it was totally effective, why would they stop it at a hundred percent for the top of search? Why would they stop it at fifty percent? At like if it truly was doing what it was supposed to. Um, I don't know. I'm a skeptic. Yeah, I, they say since this strategy adjusts your bid up and down in proportion to likelihood of a conversion, it may deliver more conversions for your ad spend compared to the other two strategies, keyword being may. Mm -hmm. You know, with the whole dynamic bidding thing, giving it over to the platform, um, you know, I think this is just like the classic case of it is possible that Amazon's goals are not the same as your goals in the sense of if you are trying to get, uh, you know, let's take ACoS, for example, if your target ACoS is 20% and you need to be at 20% in order to like meet your business goals, then, you know, Amazon might not care if you're at 25 or 30%, you know, to them like, oh, well, you can get a sale, we'll increase your bids up to 100%. You know, that could 100% bid change can take you from a 20% A cost to a 40% A cost. Like, that's the difference between doubling your bids for things. Um, so, I just feel like misaligned incentives potentially, you know, it sounds good on the surface, but at the same time, you know, are their intentions at the same as yours? Because uh, most businesses are trying to hit their target A cost, trying to get as many sales at a target A cost. Uh, potentially, they have different target A costs depending on how much volume they're moving. So, if they're generating, uh, if they're spending maybe a thousand dollars a month, maybe they need a very aggressive A cost like fifteen percent. But if they can scale up to maybe five thousand a month, then then maybe they can go up to maybe twenty percent A cost. And maybe if they can spend ten thousand or twenty five thousand dollars a month, they can push it all the way up to maybe. 30% A cost just based off uh, their profitability of their product. So, I mean, different businesses are going to have different goals at different times, uh, which is, again, why I'm, I'm really partial to setting your own targets and then having the control in order that you make the changes to help you hit your goals. You know, you know how I feel about this right now, Mike? I, I think how do you, you feel, feel about this right, right now? The best way I could describe this is you basically take your car to an oil change place uh, you leave the car there with them, with the keys, and you say, hey, I'm not sure if I need an oil change right now or any of my other fluids topped off, but uh, you know, I trust your discretion. You decide. Let me know what the bill is. <laughs> That's really, really good. good. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's a little nerve-wracking. Mm -hmm. A little nerve-wracking. Um, so let's, I think we've talked about dynamic bids down only, dynamic bids up and down, and fixed bids quite a bit. Uh, there was another change that happened to Bid Plus. And basically, Bid Plus, if you go back, there's an earlier episode on this. Uh, it's kind of outdated at this point. But basically, they replaced Bid Plus and they added adjust bids by placement. And I'm going to read this to you. And this is not a misread, this is not a, a typo in our notes. Basically, what adjust bids by placement now does, and of course, there's two placements. There's top of search, and then there's product pages. So, you know, by the way, it's so top of search first page, and then product pages. Uh, you know, you either show up in search or you show up at product pages. Anyway, basically, what adjust bids by placement will do is, in addition to your bidding strategy, so in addition to dynamic bids down only, 
or dynamic bids up and down, or fixed bids. This is an in addition. So this is another multiplier that they will provide. You can, in, in addition to that bidding strategy, you can increase bids by up to 900%, 900%. Um, so I can go in there and say top of search, first page, give me a 900% increase uh, if I can, if I'm eligible to show up there. Uh, for product pages, you can say increase my bids 900% to make me uh, have a bid high enough to show up there, which means a $1 bid can become a $9 bid, Nine, 9x. So, so that's, of course, if you enter 900 in that, in that new box. So, you know, we had our thoughts on bid plus previously. Brett, have your thoughts on this sort of bid plus action, bidding for position type increase, has this changed? Uh, I, I still feel <laughs> quite strongly on uh, the, the oppositional side of bid plus here. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, one thing else that's crazy is I noticed in a lot of accounts when these features were rolled out in the first week, uh, Amazon actually entered 50% uh, in one of these boxes, the top of search box, uh, in a lot of different accounts. And I know for a fact that uh, people didn't actually go in there and set that themselves. So uh, that was definitely a relatively aggressive release uh, compared to what we're used to seeing. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm still personally not a huge fan of Bid Plus here. Um, and, until we get more transparency here, I think I'm just always going to be on the fence about a lot of these uh, dynamic bidding and bid plus and uh, all mm -hmm. these automated bid services uh, by Amazon just because uh, I mean this stuff benefits them uh, it's in their best interest to maximize their revenue per click uh, mm -hmm. you know higher bids for them is uh, higher revenue from their advertising mm -hmm. platform and and that makes sense I mean uh, you know it's a yeah, free yeah. market and they're uh, this, this is what I would do too this whole thing seems a little greedy. Like Amazon advertising is super hot right now. There's so many people shifting budgets from Google, from Facebook onto Amazon. Um, it kind of seems, you know, in my if I put my tinfoil hat on, uh, it all, this almost seems like a way for Amazon to increase the cost per clicks across the board. Um, as it gets more, so it's going to get more competitive anyway over time. But in addition, this kind of seems like, it, is it some kind of grand plan to like increase bids like 10, 20% globally across the board? Because if everyone's upbidding or something like that, you know, that's what will happen. Um, the other crazy thing about uh, bids by placement, like wouldn't it be nice to you know, look at a placement report, see that maybe when you appear on product pages, you don't convert as well. Wouldn't it be nice to go and decrease your bids on product pages or decrease your bids in a particular thing to get a better ROI? Mm -mm, you cannot, you can't do like a negative adjust bids by placement. You can't go in and say, decrease my bids by 25% on product pages because they're not that valuable. And you know, this whole thing reminds me, uh, so Google, uh, Google Ads at one time uh, withdrew the option to bid differently on like different devices. Like they just lumped in like mobile, tablet, desktop all together. And people were like, what? This is crazy. People convert so much differently on desktop versus tablet. Like it caused a huge out outlash. 
And over time, uh, Google opened up the options to sort of segment out tablets versus desktops. That's what it was. This was like years and years ago. I think they said that that tablet and desktop behave similarly enough. So now it'll just be lumped into one bid and like you weren't able to like bid differently. Uh, they've since then added like bid modifiers, like if you want to bid lower or higher on a mobile or tablet. Um, but there was a lot of backlash. And I think Amazon advertising is so new that um, people are constantly trying to understand like what do I even do that uh, hopefully over time we can start getting you know a more unified voice and as things happen that maybe isn't so great maybe we'll be able to you know talk to Amazon and actually say like hey why did you guys do this what can we do differently stuff like that so that's my optimistic hope yeah um, I'm, I'm not completely ruling out the conspiracy either <laughs> but um, I definitely think uh, you know, Amazon PPC is definitely a confusing platform for beginners, especially. Um, and you know, Mike, you and I have been at this for years and years, but, uh, even when we were reading through this stuff at first, it's very tedious to read through it. And it's very, uh, confusing at first, this dynamic bid mm -hmm. stuff and, uh, yeah. you know, new bid plus replacing old bid plus. And there's, uh, in addition, there's supplemental strategies to boost your bids even more. So, Unfortunately, I think a lot of beginners are going to get caught up with this um, and are going to fall prey to, uh, you know, really cranking up. I, I mean, mm -hmm. I can see beginners throwing 900% into top of search here already. Um, Give me the most. Yeah. So uh, I, I do think it's uh, going to raise CPCs across the board in some degree or another. Um, I'm not sure if that's going to be 5% or 30% or what, but um, yeah, cha mm -hmm. changes like this are definitely... Uh, uh, you know, tough at first for people to understand. So, uh, again, guys, we're going to keep developing uh, this and, you know, kind of give you a good idea of what the best methodology is here for the best mm -hmm. results for you as an Amazon seller uh, and not necessarily for Amazon as an advertising platform. Yeah. And, you know, from internally here at AdBadger, you know, one of the things that's important to us, you know, if you were listening to previous episodes, we were making a lot of hires. What we really hope to do uh, is be able to have the bandwidth to share more as things are happening. Um, just be able to share on social more, share on email more. So we're really excited to almost become like new, a news source, like, hey, what are the new changes for Amazon advertising? And like, boom, like, be able to get them like have the be interpreted just faster uh, a lot of people have asked for that so stay tuned everyone um the last one of the one of the other things so amazon did release some faq on all of this and there was something that i thought was very uh very interesting uh kind of uh you know we're always nervous of like how uh, aggressive we should make our judgments but I thought this one was pretty funny, like pretty funny and like not a like not a good like, haha, let's laugh together. But this was like, I can't believe that this was a suggestion. So basically, we have all these new bidding strategies, you know, dynamic bids down only, dynamic bids up and down, fixed bids, adjust bids by place. And we have all these different things. And in their frequently asked questions, there was a qu there was a question that they put in there. How can I compare the performance of these bid strategies? And here's what the answer was. <clears throat> this is verbatim. We recommend that you take an existing campaign that has been running under dynamic bids down only for a while, change its strategy to dynamic bids up and down for some time, say one to two weeks, and then compare performance 
over the same period for the two strategies. It is best to choose a campaign that is stable. For example, ACOS uh, and conversions are relatively stable across weeks, has been running for a while and generates sufficient conversions. While running the test, we recommend you limit changes so you can attribute the difference between perf in performance more clearly. Uh, so. You're basically saying you can't. <laughs> you can't, right? You could make no changes to an account. Nothing, zero changes. And performance can go up 10% or down 10% just because there's loads of variability out there. Um, different times of the month, different everything. Um, so this... Blue, kind of like uh, blew my mind. This this was really crazy to me. Yeah, we actually uh, I uh, have a client, and they actually have their best performance on Saturdays every every single week. Uh, their PPC performance on Saturdays is just ridiculous for some reasons. Um, mm -hmm. So you know maybe that's because their ideal market is uh, you know business professionals or that sort of things. But uh, even time of the day. Uh, you know, has huge day of the week, time of the month, time of the year. All, all this stuff uh, can really affect the performance of your campaigns. Uh, you know, you could be featured in an article all of a sudden right after turning on dynamic bids and all of a sudden a huge flood of sales come in and you're like, wow, this is the greatest thing in the world. When yeah. Yeah. in reality, it could have just been from uh, increased exposure from an article or something. So mm -hmm. uh, not sure uh, about the validity this of this test, but... Yeah, this is just something I wouldn't expect from the third largest digital ad platform in America. Uh, you know, in the sense of the way that Google does it, the way that Facebook does it, is if you run a test, it will serve the, like A, like version A, and then for the next impression, serve version B, then the next one, then the next one. So over the course of a day, if you get 100 impressions, it'll have run 50 and 50, one right after the other. So within any hour, you know, it's varying from one minute to the next. So it's accounting for a weekend. It's accounting for the morning versus afternoon because every single impression, it's ping-ponging back and forth. So then you're able to look at it. It was tested over the same time frame. It was tested over, uh, you know, all of the same variables. It was, it was tested in the morning and the afternoon and in the evening. Uh, it was tested in the middle of the night. All these different things, it's, that it's all accounted for. So even if the performance just naturally ebbs and flows, this will be taken into account. So what, what ebbed and flowed the most? Um, you know, that, that is the way that a true test would be ran. Um, and it's definitely called a split test for a reason, you know? Right. <laughs> uh, right. right. There's not a single conversion rate optimization company out there that runs version A for two weeks and then runs version B for two weeks. Um, that... It's just not the Badger way. Yeah, the uh, the Badger is fuming right now, off in the corner over there. Uh, so, <laughs> avoid fuming. that as much as possible. I'm fuming, I'm fuming too. too. <laughs> so, what are your uh, summarizing thoughts here on new dynamic bidding strategy? Uh, what would you do right now? How would you handle things? Because you know, uh, all of our listeners basically want to take away and want to know that they are doing mm. the right thing at the right time. So, for this time, right now. February 8th, 2019, what would you do? Mm -hmm. So I first want to be clear, I am not anti-automation whatsoever. I am very pro-automation. Um, 
However, I think any automation that we use should be transparent, should give us data, should be customizable, should allow us to see how it's working and not be a black box. I also think it is you know, impossible for the platform to have its incentives be 1,000% aligned with the business's incentives. Um, you know, the, the platform doesn't really care if you're getting a 3x return or a 4x return or a 20% cost versus a 30% ACoS, whatever that might be, which is why I'm more of a fan of maintaining more control and then being a very good optimizer on top of it and then using automation uh, on top of what's fixed. So like using fixed bids, applying a level of automation on it. And that automation is centered around my business goals, my target KPIs, my target revenue per click, my target ACoS. Um, that's where I think good PPC lives. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, if this does end up being split tested, uh, we'll have much more reliable data at that point, guys. And we'll be sure to update you with the best practices always here inside of the PPC Den. And I think that's it. Stay tuned and you can get all of our podcast episodes at adbadger.com slash podcasts. Brett, any final thoughts? Uh, just stay warm out there, everyone. I know, uh, Chicago right now is basically Antarctica, and uh, I experienced it last week. It was like negative 30 or something. So uh, just stay, stay warm, stay safe, everyone, and uh, keep, keep on top of those ads, and we'll talk to you next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.